Hi, Matt. Hi, Ashley. And hello, listeners. Welcome to the AF High List. We have been blazing our way through the 100 Greatest American Films list, and we've arrived at number 85, Duck Soup. Yep, 1933, Duck Soup. Back in the 30s. Back in the 30s. I like 30s movies, so, I mean, I was already like, good, hello? <laughs> I was like, are you going to play the... <laughs> I think I stole your line as well. You usually say the movie, and I just, like, stole it. If I thought of something else I could come in with, I was like, I'll tell them the year. And then it segued into a thing I was going to talk about, and then I seem to have lost you. <laughs> You're like, I'm in a dark room, and I don't know how I got here. One of those situations? Perhaps. Oh. Hmm. Well. But anywho, we got to Duck Soup, and uh, I was happy to watch a 30s movie because I like 30s movies. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like one of those fucking 60s costume dramas. It was a 30s movie. We've had a lot of luck, I think, in the 30s. I'd say so. On this list. I'd say so. I mean, you'd have to... (laughs) Would you say so? I would say so. (laughs) Wait. Is Steve the steak in another room? (laughs) You would say so. <laughs> I think he's saying so. We made our friends watch. Oh my god, what an amazing segue on accident. Yes. This <laughs> <laughs> is a 1973 or 4 or something like that creature movie that we made our friends watch. Mostly just because we wanted to say the title all day long. <laughs> Seven S's. Seven S's. <laughs> if you're looking it up. That's all you need to know. What a beautiful It's great. Time. It's great. Yeah, that's kind of like the opposite of duck soup, I would I would say. Yeah, it, uh, other than an animal maybe mentioned. First of all. Duck wh- versus a snake. A snake, <laughs> but there are no ducks in duck soup. No one has turned into a duck in this film, unfortunately. But in, <laughs> with seven S's, someone is most certainly turned into a snake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank, uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, what a nauseating event this has been so far. I can't wait to trudge on through. <laughs> well, here, I'm going to do exactly what duck soup does. I'm going to get straight to the point. That movie gets straight to the point right off the bat. So, like, I have never seen this film at all. I'm not, like, super familiar with the Marx Brothers. Right. Uh, I'm not either. I have seen this movie before. I had seen it once, and it was one of those ones that I saw when I first tried to do this list sporadically. Mm -hmm. uh, When the list first came out. Um, And Duck Soup just happened to be one of them for some reason that I had seen. But... Other than that, I know nothing else about the Marx Brothers at all whatsoever. <laughs> Is this the only of their movies that you've seen? Absolutely. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't remember it, so like, because this was in 1998, like I watched this last, so I didn't remember it really at all. Like, I kind of only know Groucho Marx like, yeah, as a image, figure, because right. in my brain it's like Charlie Chaplin mm-hmm. is one, and Groucho Marx is is the other yeah i'd say and i'd say we have two different comedy styles yes. old-timey oh, comedy styles but crazy different crazy different yes and it's kind of interesting that like they're kind of grouped so close together we just watched all three of the chaplain bigs and now we're like oh old comedy let's do a completely 
adjacent style. <laughs> yeah, totally different. So I would say, like, to me, the... Not modern necessarily equivalent, but, like, when I think Chaplin, and then I think who I grew up with, I think of, like, Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. When I think of the Marx Brothers now, after seeing Duck Soup, I think of Mike Myers. I think it's all about, like, stupid joke, and then your sort of reaction to the joke. Because we just watched, we talked about it on another episode, we just watched Spy Who Shagged Me. And so much of it is, like, him... Like, acknowledging a joke yeah. type thing, you know? And, like, really rapid succession kind of, like, yes. continuing the joke over and over again. Yes, but, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I really think Austin Powers is kind of blending styles. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean... Whereas, like, Jim Carrey, I feel like, seems way more Chaplin style than I would say Marx Brothers. Okay. Yeah. But I, I see it in there, I guess. Then. You know what? Another day, another high. I could probably feel the complete opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I'm vibing with right now. Dude, no, that's cool. Dude, like, tell me what your perspective of this comedy is. Like, this type of comedy. Like, oh, explain that. Because, like, you don't need to know the plot of the movie necessarily. Just, like, what this kind of comedy to people who have not watched a Marx Brother film. I would say... Now, obviously, because it's a 1933 movie, you could say old-timey, but I truly mean, in a sense, the comedy mm -hmm. is old-timey, <laughs> in the sense of, like, it's, uh, I almost want to say, like, a take-my-wife-please kind of, a you know, humor. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and, like, very fast-talking and verbal and sarcastic, but, like... Zane, also, I would say. That's yeah. my description of the comedy stylings in this film. Yeah. I think it's like rapid, <laughs> rapid, overwhelming comedy. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, it's almost like teasing comedy, too. There's yeah. a lot of like, either with fast words and reactions or by physical jokes, like. It's rapid. <laughs> There's usually someone who is the butt of every joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, wow, I'm just making that realization right now. That is like everything that is every... There is no real communication in this movie no. at all. No. Because they'll ask a question and then it's just answered in a joke. Right. Everything is a joke. <laughs> everything I, is a joke. I would say... That we all sort of went to school with a Groucho Marx. <laughs> this but is like, the perfect segue. <laughs> not like really Groucho Marx because he's obviously very talented at what he does. <laughs> but the kid that thought he was Groucho Marx and had a little joke about everything he said. <laughs> you are absolutely blowing my mind right now because of the note I have. Next. This was such a specific thing for me immediately at the mm -hmm. start of this movie. I truly was like, Groucho Marx explains a lot of socially awkward behavior in some very specific middle school boys I knew. Yes! <laughs> Can concur. Can agree with like, that sentiment. Like, but 100%. again, like, but again, in the year of, like, 1990-something, it didn't translate. <laughs> it doesn't slap as well. 
You're just like the weird kid who does light sleight of hand magic, wears a bowling shirt, and a fedora. Yep. And everything, and has something funny to say back to you. Every, everything you say. I feel like his best friend is his like dad's best friend. He's like, that guy's my idol, you know? But like in a positive way. Like Jim Henderson or something like that. Just like a light respect. Yeah. I went to school with that kid, uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And like I said, or like you said, not as funny in 1999. No. They were just just strange. Uh, And they're always trying to make jokes. Everything you say... Oh my god, it's infuriating. Like, truly. There was a part of this movie where I was like, you know what? This feels infuriating <laughs> to me. I think it's because it's, like, triggering the memories I have of certain people who it's like, I'm trying to have a conversation relentless. with you. It's relentless jokes. Relentless humor. But, like, sometimes you just need to let it breathe, my dude. <laughs> it's like, when you're forcing it, it's relentless. Yeah. It's exhausting. Again, talking about the middle school kid, because I think it works here mostly. Obviously, you got a little... Uh, winded at one point from it. But, uh, no, I understand what it's doing. But I think yeah. it's obviously better than 1990s bowling shirt kid can pull off. So <laughs> that's my fr- that's the review for the back of the video. <laughs> <laughs> it pulls it off better than a 90s kid in a bowling shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like on the brink of ska. Like he's gonna it's okay. He turned out to probably be a solid dude. He got into ska and then he went to college and he leveled out. <laughs> yep. No, oh for sure. I think most of those guys did yeah actually i haven't heard like of a single other i can't think of an actual person i went to school i just remember the energy the image of them the energy there you know what i mean almost if it was like years here's the thing we didn't really hang out with that kid let's be honest we they they were not in our circle No, i was too busy panicking about myself at all times and alienating (laughs) myself and not having any like (laughs) <laughs> like super close friends <laughs> because you know high school it's middle school or middle school that's no. right um <laughs> <laughs> similarly no 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 this is connected hold on just a big deep breath and then <laughs> excellent similarly i think that now we get past just like groucho i think the marx brothers shtick if you will is sort of being like pieces of shit yeah. Too. Like, their whole thing is that they're just annoying pieces of shit. Yes. And it's funny for us as a viewer, it would be miserable if we had to deal with them in person. But, like, it's it's funny to watch them be giant pieces of shit to people. <laughs> it's truly a performance. That's why, like, I'm not mad because it's, like, it's the performance in this performance space. This is a movie. This is who these characters are. You know, like, I'm not mad at it. Like, I don't have to know. I don't got to hang out with, uh, what's his Harpo. name? Harpo. Harpo or, like, you know whatever they are in the movie like i don't have to hang out with that character in real life so like i understand the comedy for sure i do there's also a lot of hat play at work yes and it's like well that's super impressive because when you incorporate objects it's like circus acts like and i think that's their whole thing they're like we're super vaudevillian and so i understand the like style of where the comedy's coming from I just think it's hilarious that in the 90s, like, it's just, like, annoying, like, yeah, boys. Yeah, it doesn't translate anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I actually think that a lot of the stuff that they did in this movie was pretty impressive. Like, the hat play and the mirror work. Can was, I just say? I, that, okay, first and foremost, <laughs> and we'll get back to the, we'll get right to the mirrors. Uh, I thought this movie was genuinely funny. 
Not in a, it's old, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt kind of way. Just like, I got stoned and it got me tickled. And one of the times it really got me tickled was that mirror scene. (laughs) The mirror scene is by far my favorite scene. Effortlessly. I saw it and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Like, that is just so funny. Yeah. And like, wonderful. Yeah. And then you get the third guy coming in at the end and it's all like, oh, this big kerfuffle. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how it feels. As fun as it is to hear and say the word kerfuffle. Yeah, I I do enjoy that. That's fun. Yeah, it's just a big scene. And I I was like, this is funny. This is actual. It's that thing where you see Charlie Chaplin. It's like, you get it. Chaplin, he did, He has a thing down to a T. This, I'm like, okay, I understand now who they are. Because I've never really seen anything else with them. I just almost call, saw them on, like, like them drawn as a cartoon on a comic book or something. You know, like a reference to them. Right. Yeah, they're pop culture. Yes. Pop culturally relevant or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, the stylings, is it's funny. It's like their <laughs> shtick is funny. And they each have different ones because the one doesn't talk. The one speaks in an Italian accent and the other one is like oblivious and just <laughs> sarcastic all the time or whatever. The sarcasm, it, it's like its like a dripping satire, I feel like. It feels like there's an edge, like a mean whip edge to the world at this time, which is so vastly different than our time, kind of. I don't know. I feel like a little of it, I was murky on, like, specific, almost like the language. Yes. I <laughs> I was like, I, I knew consciously as an audience member that I was like, okay, some of this, like, political is satire over. is going over my head. And I really, like, would have to do some, like, timeline research to sort of try to understand some of it. But I, I like, was just accepting of the fact that, yeah, I kind of had to be there at the time for some of the humor. What was happening within the two years around this movie that explains the very specific, like, jokes it's making Mm -hmm. of the time? Mm -hmm. Who's it nodding to and winking to, kind of? I know kind of everyone, so it does translate even to a modern audience. Mm -hmm. I think it is, But I will say this because it had words in so many of them. Just their cultural references at the time. I'm like, I don't know what that is. We didn't even know what duck soup was. (laughs) Yeah. Which I guess was a... It was a phrase. Phrase at the time. Meaning something easy to do. I'm sorry, no one goes around saying, like, oh, it's just some duck soup. Except for that one fucking kid. And it's like, hey, know your audience. Go talk to your fucking dad's friend, Bill. (laughs) Exactly. And like, hey, kid, back then, I'm sorry I didn't understand your highbrow film reference. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, I didn't know you, like, had such an eclectic taste. (laughs) At your fucking, like, age of eight. Uh, I I did not know, and I'm so sorry that this kid has become the thread of the act one yes. of our podcast here. Yes. <laughs> that kid is life. Like, he is now a full character. We have brought him into this world. <laughs> and it's like, hey, if you're that kid out there, <laughs> I hope everything worked out okay. <laughs> I hope he goes around and he's like I used to do like these Groucho Marx If you Sarcastic responses that were totally oblivious like If you okay here's the thing if you become 
self-aware dude who used to do that you're automatically the most hilarious person because you, you, ro- d- yeah, you, you roast yourself slightly but you're like isn't that sweet i was obsessed with the marx <laughs> brothers thing and i would practice in front of my mirror like i'm sure i have something like that you know oh yeah we absolutely. all have something so embarrassing like but it's hysterical to talk about oh yeah absolutely i feel like i share a lot of like young memories like with our friends <laughs> like my close friends and i do remember <laughs> saying a story one time and Laura was just like thank you for sharing with that it seems so vulnerable <laughs> and I was like yeah <laughs> like it, everything's just embarrassing when you're a kid it's true oh I mean that's why shows like <laughs> Pen15 and Big Mouth do so well oh because they're, they're about how fucking embarrassing everything was everything is the most mortifying thing yeah I could could speak on mortifying moments for like 24 hours straight. I'm sure I could think of that many things that I just thought were so cringe. Oh, yeah. About myself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I told every... I've told every story of mine. (laughs) That's Uh, fantastic. And you don't get any of them right now because it's too on the nose. You gotta let it happen Wait for the book to come out. seriously <laughs> after we, we after we've worked through it all in therapy <laughs> yeah wait, wait for the book to go it's like we can't crack that shell open and joke about it openly to anyone and then we too can come into peace with our inner bowling shirt kid <laughs> <laughs> we're all bowling shirt kids we all have a moment of it where we're like why did i do that why did i look like that <laughs> <laughs> because we're awesome <laughs> You know what? Why did I think that was going to be a good idea? <laughs> you know what? I think, like, the millennials are, like, so fortunate. Like, I'm going to say something positive about oh the generation god. I'm assigned oh to. Oh my god, I've never heard anything like this before. I think it's so fortunate that we had the absolute most hideous puberty time. Oh, 2000? <laughs> are you kidding me? Early 2000s? Yuck! Because it was such like we were guinea pigs, you know? They were like, I don't know, all this stuff for preteens. And we're like, sweet. You know, with our retainers and The Claire's and the mall. We fucking ruined our hair, our skin, our souls. Like, with all of that shit. Spencer's. (laughs) I had the bleached blonde hair. I mean, I didn't do that till I was like 16, though. But that's still like 2006. Not a great time. Not a great time for looks. <laughs> no. It, it was going to shift soon, but it was still in the bad realm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, why oh, Like why did I have, like, so many ill-fitting khaki pants, you know? like Why did I have only khaki shorts? Yeah. That's because that's all they made, I think, if, also, in the year 2000. <laughs> I was, like, six foot one and flooding back then. That's what we called it, and uh, it wasn't cool. And so I was six one, and I'm like, uh, I don't think they make pants long enough for people here in the middle of fucking nowhere, Indiana. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you had flooding pants, you weren't cool. Now they're like the crappier the better, and I'm like, you assholes. Well, I feel I I agree with that. I feel like I was fast grower throughout like yes. the middle school years. So you bought the and, largest like, shirts ever. Well, or two, like I'd be in shorts 
And short shorts were not in for dudes at, at that time, <laughs> obviously. So, uh, like, yeah, if it came slightly to the knee, then it'd be like, oh, who's wearing short shorts? Because, you know, in 2004, our shorts had to go down to mid-calf. <laughs> yes, we had to all be like, we don't have a body at all. <laughs> Except for a little bit of midriff. Like, everybody, you could have a teeny bit of midriff, but no body shapes. There's just no. big sheet shapes. <laughs> Huge shirts. Yeah, pants that have to go to, like, they're khaki-only shorts that go down to your... The middle of your fucking calf. Thousand pockets. For no reason. Utility. <laughs> you know? Truly an awful time. Like, we didn't need lockers. We got cargo pants. Exactly. I'll take all all seven classes I have that day's books in the pockets of those shorts. <laughs> I just think it's funny that we're talking and reflecting about a time that's described like that in comparison to a movie that is so long ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad we did. It's just like kind of like we are the people who watch this movie and are rating it. Yeah. You know, like we have no connection to it whatsoever. <laughs> like the subject matter of some of the jokes, like I feel like I'm out of reach in my brain. I'm like, huh, huh. I can guess around it, but somehow it's just like outdated. Yeah. Because I was born in the 90s. Yeah. I was born, Honestly, I was born in the 80s. I feel like... <laughs> I'm old as shit now. I feel like now when people say I was born in the 90s, they mean 98. And I'm like, I was born in 91. <laughs> so it's like I'm kind of already outdated as a person now. Oh, like yeah. the hot thing is like people born in like 98. They're yeah. having their prime and I'm like, nope, I'm an old one. <laughs> well, yeah. I was they, at the beginning of the decade when things were hella weird. The 80s were so 2010. And I, as a one month in the 80s baby, am now old news. I'm Stranger Things God. season one over here. <laughs> oh, but a classic. <laughs> I'd love to revisit. <laughs> you're about, you're a hop, skip, and a jump away from being Dave Harbour in <laughs> Stranger Things, secluded in a fucking cabin and just angry all the time. Oh, we keep up this eating. <laughs> we're going to look exactly like David Harbour pretty soon. <laughs> we're both going to look like David Harbour. How dare imagine? you say that about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, but how funny would it be if the goal was for us to both look like <laughs> That's the end goal. <laughs> like we're gonna get body modifications so we both look like <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> that is an absolute nightmare of an imagination. The comparison to I think to Charlie Chaplin mm -hmm. is uh, apt. <laughs> In the scene with the tattoos and then the dog, like, is live action and barks in it and stuff. Yeah. That felt like kind of something that we would have seen in a Chaplin movie. Because it's weird. <laughs> Man, I think, that, I think that was weirder than a Chaplin. It's zanier, for sure. Yeah, but, like, I guess the visual and, like, oh, sort yeah. of, like, the special effectsness of it all <laughs> for the time being. Yeah, it's a similar comedy, too, just because, like... 
they're focused more on talkie. Most, they're not doing a ton of visual gags. I guess there is choreography, so it's visual to a certain extent. But for Chaplin, he didn't talk in his movies. So, like, it all had to be visual. We do have one character who doesn't talk in this movie in the character of Harpo. Mm -hmm. And I thought that uh, he was pretty funny in this, too. Yeah. I also liked that comedic styling. Yeah. Uh, middle brother, I think, of the Marks. I had to look up basically the family tree. There's lots of them. There were five like active ones, right? Didn't you say? Yeah, five active for a short time, then four main active for like five movies, and then just like three the most active. And I only know one, Groucho. Who's... But Harpo was pretty funny. And then I would say that um, um, Chico was like... I think he's the oldest brother, so he did feel like the most uh, steady throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Most featured, kind of. He was, he felt somewhere in between sort of the straight man, and he feels like, if not to make the comparison, because it is totally different, but like the Larry of the Three Stooges. I was going to mention this as well, because like... When I asked you to describe the comedy, I was like, maybe he'll mention Three Stooges. It feels like Three Stooges, but with way more talking. Mm -hmm. Way more sarcastic, uh, intelligent speak, whereas Three Stooges, they're just Stooges. They're just hitting each other. And (laughs) And one of them speaks the most, usually. Yeah. (laughs) So in that regard, like Chico feels like Larry to me Mm -hmm. in that. But yeah, now that you bring that up, I do feel like there is a similarity. There's a similar thread between the Three Stooges. Kind of like the trio. Yeah. Trio plus. Because even the Three Funny Stooges like, teamed up with other troops and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just like a comedy thing at the time that was really picking up. Or maybe it had been classic from the vaudevillian times. Well, I think all of those guys, didn't they? Like, well, we know the Marx Brothers so. did. But like, I think Three Stooges were around that time. I think they started in... I'm not going to muse because... Because it just seems like they would. <laughs> I don't have the knowledge at all to answer that. But, uh... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you fart? It was my chair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the chair. chair. <laughs> oh my god, you know what? I might have to leave all of that in because that is a segue into literally something. Let's I go. Have. Speaking of the characters, Harpo and Chico, they're kind of paired together throughout Uh the movie a little bit more. They're kind of like the, um, what are they, the espionage dudes? Like they're Yeah, they're trying to get get the intel on this guy who's running Fredonia. Fredonia. Yeah, I think uh, their pairing reminded me of uh, Anthony Anderson and Kevin Hart in Scary Movie. Uh, Two and three, I think. And four. Three and four. Three, Three and four. four. Yeah. Like, their, their timing and their, like, it's so quick. Yeah. And they, literally, I was watching a scene with uh, Chico talking really fast, and I was like, that just feels like... they Yeah, the modern, <laughs> our version of it. Like, well, you yeah. got to see... I wonder if they watched... Do you think they watched, like, these movies I think before? that's just a classic form of comedy. Yeah. It's the du- in the duo kind mm-hmm. of sense, but like there was they totally are though. Like that yeah. is a good comparison. They totally are, and I love Scary Movie three so much. So <laughs> and I like watch it all the time. So like their pairing, their duo. I'm sure I could think of other ones, but like theirs is always so fresh in my mind because that is a good duo in a comedy. Yeah, 
I think so too. I think they're really funny, and yeah, I think uh, I think Harpo's. I mean, nothing wrong again. Nothing wrong with Chico, but I think Harpo's really funny in those scenes, in the duo scenes where they're doing like the hat thing, and uh, which was really intricate and fun to watch. And I was the phone answering thing. I was infuriated during that hat scene. I was amazed by it, but I was like, I would be pissed. Oh off. my god! I feel like I've just I've been that guy. It's you know where somebody's just. Doing something that's just going on too long, you know. Yeah. Like, Come on. It feels Give like pestering. It feels like pestering. Yes. And like I don't want you in my space, and you're smiling, so you're like, it's a joke, it's a joke, and I'm like, yes, but I don't want this interaction to be happening, and I think it like there being such a specific way where it makes you seem crazy if you act out on them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's just like a trap. Yeah. It feels like a fucking trap. I mean, I think you're onto something here. I think that's a bit, that's a big picture argument here. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So there were parts of it where I, it was going on so long that I it felt dangerous. Mm. You know, like mm. you'd never get out of the cycle. That's right. like hell. Oh my god! Hell oh would be being god. just pestered for twenty four hours, just pestered. All, like that kind of those kind of shenanigans pestered on like such a microscopic level that is the most upsetting <laughs> when i would like like i don't want to say get into fights because i wasn't like that <laughs> was you know amusing again. when you were having fisticuffs in the play yard <laughs> sure let's say that um which is like i it doesn't it didn't happen all the time but like it happened so like if there was a fisticuff situation in the play yard. in the play yard. <laughs> and it most likely for me was started by somebody who was like, "I took your hat, I took your hat. I'm not going to give it back." And I'm like, "Just let's end the pestering. Let's stop being annoying. Yeah, just give me my shit back." I would just bubble to the. I would just like red in the face, Hulk out, yeah. and be like, "Give me my shit back." And they're like, "No." And then I'd just be like. Fisticuffs. <laughs> I would turn to fisticuffs. You would, and you blacked out, and you have no other memory. And I don't really remember how the fights went. I think that kid moved because I never saw them. <laughs> you know, I always <laughs> like I a see, psychopath. I always see myself as such a good guy, but I'm like, who am I the bad guy to in a story? You know yeah. what I mean? If I'm the bad guy to any of you listening right now, um, my apologies, I suppose. Well, why are you and also, why to this? would you hate listen to me? <laughs> I'm gonna roast you for that a little bit. Like, why do you need to look up what I'm doing? <laughs> Weird. Live your okay. life. <laughs> I'm not relevant to it. <laughs> I can just be like a shit memory that you toss in the trash can. Throw me in the trash can. I don't care. I'm tired. Those are my musings about fisticuffing. <laughs> most excellent so don't pester people don't pester people but i think it's funny like i'm gonna talk about that mirror scene again because it's let's go yeah so just basically the concept is that though they all get dressed up like groucho marx's character in Mm -hmm. a sleeping gown with a sleeping cap and like his glasses and his grease mustache Mm -hmm. you know like they're all dressed like that, but none of them know the of any other person is dressed like that, except for obviously the real Groucho. Right. And so like they go into a room and did not get a mirror breaks and then he's like mirroring yeah. Groucho's movements. <laughs> and it just gets so silly, and then they're just kind of like vibing and not really following each other anymore. 
but just kind of like, wow, we're so in sync. It's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it feels like it's aware of this is not a person or this is not yourself. You pointed out, which was like a great bit and it within that bit mm-hmm. of when he spins around and does like the jazz hands, the other one just like stomps his foot and doesn't spin, but, but does it, it because like he knows it. that that's where he's going to land. And that's such a smart joke. <laughs> it's so, it breaks a very warmed up pattern. Yes. Because at first it's kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. But then it gets really snapped in, and then they're not seeing each other for a while, and they're surprising each other by doing the exact <laughs> yeah, same which thing. Which was hilarious. And I was Genuinely like, hilarious. What a funny, fun <laughs> visual gag. Like that this scene alone could have been on the list. And I would have been like, I understand. It was a fantastic scene. But yeah, the break is when he doesn't spin. He's yeah. like, I only have that's such an enormous brain where he's like, I know what he's gonna see. Yeah. I don't have to spin. He won't see so that. So in that moment, <laughs> he's the winner of the of the game. Because mm-hmm. he's out, out thinking. Yes. The leader of Fredonia. <laughs> <laughs> but then the third one just walks in. Yeah, and fucks the whole thing up. Fucks the whole thing up, and it's so funny. But, like... It's scary. They're brothers, obviously, but are they all clones of each other? Yeah, but it, when they have the makeup on, they all look the same. I was like, <laughs> I cannot tell any of them apart besides who is on what side of the mirror. Right. And then they start t- twirling around outside of the mirror. Because, of like, course, oh they do. God, and it's so hilarious. Funny. It just... They do a hat bit, which is really funny. Where you see him take the other half, but then he puts on the right one. And then it's like, it broke his brain. He was like, I saw it was a top hat. I had him. It it, it almost feels like the main guy's hallucinating. It's so funny. Like, that's a great scene to watch while you're high. Yeah. I was delighted. I was absolutely delighted. I was like, oh, look at that. It's the best scene of the movie. I think even the I I don't even think we've like taken this path yet, but we've mentioned it like the dialogue, the talking. Oh about, yeah, I think a lot of that is pretty funny too, though. In this, oh like, yeah, like some of this, like the quick comebacks, the sort of responses to the jokes, the <laughs> facial reactions it, after. It's like cracked me da- up. It's like dad joke vaudevillian style. Yeah, because yeah. like some of it's so cringe. They're like. What do they say? It's just like you say something so innocent, like I gotta go, and then they're they make a joke about the word go or something. They mm-hmm. like fin, it, they have a finisher to everything you say, so they're never having a conversation with you. Right. It is just a commentary, literally on everything at the whole time. That mm-hmm. it's the ultimate satire. Yeah, it's commenting on every single sentence. Yeah, truly, true. So it's very smart. Yeah, and I and I genuinely like some of the some of it. Yeah, was like super. Like I literally said stupid at one point. Oh yeah, it's dumb. But like it was funny though. Like so, it's such it's such classic comedy that it is. It's funny throughout time. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter when. It's because it's such base to the root. This is funny so they figured it out <laughs> this is funny but like yeah to, there were lots of stupid things but it is supposed to be stupid because it's satire it's saying right. like this is dumb you know oh goodness hello i'd like to make a little speech oh, is it about duck soup <laughs> i think so i was just generally looking up like some of the quotes maybe notable quotes from it she was just like i was with him to the very end and he was like no wonder he passed away <laughs> yes <laughs> like it's insults after insults yes 
Um, and yeah, it's just this back and forth. And I think I, I like the fact that you said like it's like constant satire because <laughs> yeah. it's satirizing everything that was said sort of before it. Um, but this movie also, I think, works as a full-on satire because like the war it's it's the same thing as dr strange mm-hmm. it's like the war is stupid and like look at how it gets started over silly things like literally like war is started because the two leaders insult each other yes and then a whole war breaks out or whatever and it's like look at how it's satirizing war stuff the like i said in the exact same way that dr strange love does uh so but i think it works as like that kind of satire as well it just like is pointing out that the matters of which all of these countries are going to war at a time in culture when wars are very frequent, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. that this time period, 1930s, they understand what's fucking going on mm-hmm. and foreign affairs and like war affairs and shit like that. It's all duck soup. <laughs> yeah. It's just something easy to do. So they're doing it, but it's, it's more damaging <laughs> than they know because they're not being affected by it. So once again, I think this is probably why this is on the list, too. And it's like, still relevant to today. Oh, yeah. I mean, this. I, I think sort of like some of the parallels of just, yeah, like the goofs that get into politics work still today. Yeah. That this movie is saying. But uh, I think, honestly, though, I think for me, I do like the satire and I think it's good. But I think the stuff that works for me is more just like the base level comedy stuff. Yeah. The mirror scene. The mirror scene is no talking at all. It's just choreography. Like, I love it. That's what I'm paying my ticket admission for. (laughs) The thrills. (laughs) That's what I want. Your favorite character is the character who doesn't speak. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I think the best duo is Chico and the dude who doesn't speak. They're fun to watch Harpo, together. because, yeah, it's it's a it's a dance act. Also, it's a little bit of a musical, which I wasn't expecting. There's, there is singing multiple times. Yeah. There are a couple songs. In kind of a ridiculous way. So it's also a satire on that. It's so grand. Like, these moments are so grand. And, like, it's always just made it out to be a joke. Right. Like, they, they do a grand entrance for him. And he's just walking in, looking at him, doing it. And he's like, I'll just do it with you. And they're like, we've been waiting for you. And then he's like, what? And then he goes into just yeah. insulting everybody yeah, constantly. Just doing his groucho thing. It's just, you know, a groucho. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> but yeah. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I had to say about that. <laughs> just in case you needed to know. <laughs> I think the general thing for me, it was funny. It was a comedy, and it, and it made funny. me laugh. It was funny. That's a success. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and rate it? I think I'm ready to rate this thing. Three and a half out of <laughs> five bowling shirt kids. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Three and a half, yeah. That's, like, perfect. I think at the beginning of this episode, I was ready to give it a three, but because of our conversation, I'm going to upgrade and I'm going to give it 3.5 fisticuffs out of five. <laughs> because yeah, like when I, when I ended it, I was kind of just like, huh, it ended really abruptly. I feel like, you know? Yeah. It's, it's zany to the, to the credits. They, like, they like basically put the foot on the pedal, the whole rest of the thing. And then it's just done. So it's like, that's fine. But I was kind of like jarred by it a little bit, but then talking about it, I'm like, no. I had some. I had some really funny stuff in there. Uh, yeah, I. I think my. I don't. It's not even a complaint or whatever. But maybe like the reason I'm not leaning towards a five for it or whatever is, you could have just gave me more of the funnies that yeah. were already. You could have just kept them coming. 
And it's pretty, and it's pretty joke a minute. It really is. But you could have even given me more, and I think I would have been good with it. I'm uh, curious. I'll take some more, please. (laughs) I'm curious, like how we got the advantage with Chaplin to see three uh, films, three examples of how that shtick works. Mm -hmm. I I would like to see maybe like one or two more examples of how this shtick works. Me too, because I did think it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, three and a half. I liked it. I don't remember any of it from the last time I saw it, but I had a good time this time, and I'm glad I just sort of went in with the knowledge that I was like, oh yeah, you saw this before and you liked it. But it didn't matter. Like I didn't remember anything it was about or whatever. So it was fun. It was good to go into. I had a good time. I have no regrets, and it was fun to watch Stoned. I have so many regrets. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about it. Nah, I'm just joshing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was the that was the kid's name Josh all along? <laughs> he was, yes, Josh the uh, the bowling shirt, just joshing kid, because he makes that joke probably all the time. Oh, I'm yeah. just joshing, and they're like, oh my god, it's like oh, other people can say it, but you can't. Just say it. yeah, just put it away. Take off the fedora. Take off the fedora. <laughs> Fucking wash it one time. <laughs> hey man. Calm down and take off the fedora. Now back slowly away from the saxophone. <laughs> I think that wraps up number 85, Duck Soup. We only have 15 films left on this list. I feel fucking awesome about that. You said we're in free fall, and I'm like, yep, that feels yep. good. That sounds good to me. <laughs> it feels real nice and good. So next week we're going to watch number 86. Mutiny on the Bounty. Woo! Let's figure it out. I don't know what it is, and I was hoping for pirates, and Matt kind of was like, it's not really about pirates, and I was like, damn. So come back next week and see if it was about pirates. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, if it's not about pirates, we will watch then a movie that has pirates in it. Okay, I like that idea. Which, which one can we watch? Whatever one you want to watch that has pirates in it. Oh my gosh, I want Goonies. <laughs> you want to watch All Goonies? the pirates are dead in it, but, you know, it's still about pirates. In a way, the Fratellis are pirates. Yeah. It's the whole, they're playing it out, you know? <laughs> it's great. Anyways. It's the kid's version of a pirate adventure. I really like Goonies. <laughs> Well, I think I'd like to get the fuck out of this room for a little bit. Yeah? You feeling... Yeah. Feeling like you're ready to escape? Yeah. Feeling good about what you said today? I feel great about what I said today. Do you feel good about what you said today? I feel excellent about what I said today. That's fantastic. If you want to follow us on the Instagram, follow us at AFHighList. If you want to email us something, AFHighList at gmail.com. <laughs> thanks for being here with us today hope you're doing okay we're excited for number 86 next time hi this is ashley from the future just popping in here to say that that is all that was recorded but it doesn't matter because all you need to know is that until next time we were very high all right have a good night <laughs>